0: What's better than an all day breakfast, maybe we can have a long lunch. I would love a nice long lunch. I'll take a long lunch. This is Matt and Alex's Long Lunch,
1: and it's a pleasure to welcome to the long lunch table Jaguar Jones. Hello,
0: hello,
2: <laughs> thank you, thank so, you much. so much for joining <laughs> us. Well, are, you a, you for are, long, are you a long luncher? Do you like? Lo- I mean, I love a long lunch. Do you love a long lunch? Oh, I'm
0: definitely a long lunch. Maybe it's like brunch, lunch, dinner. Like
2: just do the <laughs> whole, the yeah, yeah. Yes, the all day dining. I absolutely yes. love it. Um, are you an oysters person?
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm actually allergic to shellfish, but I treat myself to oysters once a year on my birthday.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, have you? Have you? When did you find out you were allergic to shellfish? Is this a kid thing, or is this like no, you're at I lunch moved one to day? Australia. Oh, so what?
0: Like, yeah, same with my mum. As soon as we moved to Australia, we developed shellfish allergy. Something about the shellfish in the Australian waters. Goodness gracious! What really? So you could eat shellfish yeah. before. When we not- lived in Japan, we ate shellfish all the time, and then we moved mm. to Australia, and it triggered a response. Now we can't eat shellfish no matter where we are. Is,
1: is there so a name weird. for that? Is there a, um, <laughs> you know, is it being diagnosed as what happened, or it's just a, a weird coincidence? I-
0: I think it's like, I think we're allergic to the protein in the exoskeleton shells. And there's a higher level of chitin in uh, like maybe the Australian waters of shellfish. And as soon as that triggers a response from your body saying this is not allowed, <laughs> invasive yeah. in your body, then it just tricks it off at like any other time. Like it just.
1: So if you wow. go back to Japan, like, you can't enjoy some shellfish back there anymore either.
0: No, no.
2: Oh, yeah. Aussie prawns. <laughs> I mean, we, we usually throw them all on the barbecue. Maybe we should throw them all on the bin. That buddy ruined your, your uh, taste buds. So sorry what about that. You, you
0: guys can eat them for me. I'll go and order the lamb roast and oh. you can have the prawn. We're sorted. We can have okay. all day dining with different meals. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Well, let's sit down and enjoy uh, this particular, this specific oh, Matt and Alex long lunch with you, Jaguar Jones.
1: In the studio, in podcast world, uh, we have Jaguar Jones on the screen here, so we're able to talk, uh, you know, properly and get some uh, some eye contact, which is nice. And you've got a quite quite. Is that a polar fleece hat? What would you call that on at the moment? Yeah,
0: I'm I'm going all polar even with my jumper. I'm just um, I've been stuck in Sydney. I I'm actually from Brisbane, but I've been stuck in Sydney for COVID nineteen, and I'm just not used to how cold. It is. So I'm mm. polar fleecing it up everywhere.
2: Have you been I mean, I, I look at like your Instagram and you have got such a wild, eclectic, incredible sense of fashion and style. Whereas I'm wearing the exact same clothes that I wore yesterday. Like <laughs> like down to the only thing that is different are my underpants and socks. So like what are you are you have you let yourself like down Done. with the no, not <laughs> going. I am like. <laughs> also
0: wearing the exact same thing as I did yesterday, so we're in the same boat. Darryl. Right. Yes. So Sorry. there's okay. a
1: there's a difference between Jaguar Jones on you know on screen and on stage yep. and singing and and that and the the Monday's
0: polar home life. Friday pajamas and then Saturday and Sunday bedazzle.
2: <laughs> 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 Those are the rules. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that. And um, uh, it
1: has been a particularly different um you know quarantine for you because you were actually diagnosed with COVID nineteen. How how was that?
0: That was um, unexpected, (laughs) I guess. Um, And then I guess uh, how hard it hit me as well was also unexpected. Uh, So I was, I guess, under really strict quarantine, as in see nobody, do nothing, no windows, just stuck in like, you know, a box getting better for 40 days.
2: And then the only time I
0: went outside was to go into the hospital, like into an ambulance and into the hospital. Oh, wow. So it was just like, it was definitely very different. So the ambulance trip was actually a highlight for me because (laughs) um, the paramedics were like, let's just sneak you a bit of like views of the trees. Let's get you some fresh air. Let's not rush you into the hospital straight away. Let's like hang outside for a little bit. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after all that time indoors. So, yeah, so, definitely very different.
2: I mean, um, I read a tweet from someone who also had COVID-19. They were up to day 100 of, after their diagnosis, and they said, you know, there's, people aren't talking about this enough, the, the, the effects it's having on our bodies. Um, it's, it's really, really full on and unexpected. Did you have that same kind of experience?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, it took me 40 days to get rid of the COVID-19, like, strain. But whether it got rid of my entire effects, I mean, I still battle with fatigue and exhaustion. I would say yesterday and today was a bit of those kind of days where I am wearing the same clothes and, (laughs) you know, have to be a potato and just take it easy on myself. But it's a weird sensation because I am usually such an active Um, Go get a person where I have to do something all the time and to have like this really opposite um, way of going about my days sometimes. That's something I've just had to be kind to myself uh, about and just realize that, you know, it'll take time to get um, full recovery Mm. and, you know, it, it will take a while.
2: Has it had any effect on your mental um, health, do you think? This whole experience for people who haven't had COVID, even, you know, being locked inside the house, some people have fallen into dark holes, others have used it to really change their life in a way. How has it sort of worked for you? Have you done made projects that you never thought you would or have you kind of just sunken into a bit of a hole?
0: I think it's all of the above and, like, it goes through waves. Like, obviously, when I first got COVID, I was already dealing with um, the realization that I had to cancel my U.S. tour in the middle of being over there because I caught COVID in New York and have South by canceled and 14 shows. And it was something I was working towards for a really long time. Like I invested emotionally, physically, financially into going to the States and just losing all of that already was a devastation and then being sick for two months straight, not being able to do anything. But then also coming out of that and realising, well, I can't just go back into the workforce because the music industry is my workforce. And so, you know, it's like all of that uh, compounded together, of course, it's going to affect my mental health. And just being indoors and not even being able to go and do your own grocery shopping, um, not even being able to get out of bed for at least three weeks straight, And putting like, I put like an inflatable mattress right next to my bathroom door. And that was just like bed, bathroom, bed, bathroom. (laughs) You know, that kind of starts wearing you down in terms of feeling like hopeless and when is it going to end? What's the uncertainty, the fear, the anxiety? It definitely has an effect. And I think um, it's also made me be productive in different ways, like think out of the box because I couldn't sing for a really long time. So I, I ended up going more the art avenue rather than music uh, while I was unwell and I've been taking on some really cool projects that definitely wouldn't have happened without COVID. So I take the silver linings and I think really you just um, have to stay as positive as you can and be as proactive as you can. So, you know, try and implement exercise if that mm. works for you and do things that look after you and um take care of that mental health.
1: Is it possible to describe what COVID feels like in the body? Is it is it a cold? Like I, I as you know, how how could for someone who hasn't experienced it, how could you I,
0: I feel, I mean, like obviously it changes for each person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was very, very blessed in I was in hospital, but I didn't have to be on a ventilator or anything. So that experience would be so different to, to my own. For me, I think the initial f- symptoms come on like a cold, um, but then there's something really, I don't know, almost glandular fever like mm. with it, like that chronic fatigue and chest pain and shortness of breath was something I've never ever dealt with before. So that was really hard because I literally wouldn't be able to stand up for more than five minutes without um, having to like literally inhale for breath mm. and wow. have to sit down and calm down. So. I don't know. That's a really hard. It just feels like you've been <laughs> running a marathon for uh, so long, except all you did was go from bed to standing up. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Oh, wow. Well, did... it, it, it came in, in the middle of uh, this music, so, which is what we should talk about as well. Um, uh, tell us about this uh, EP that you, you've put out.
0: Well, I thought about it for ages, right? Like it's a weird environment to be putting out my very first EP. But then I just thought everything went out of control. But this EP was still under my control and I wanted something, you know, to look forward to, to work towards. I feel like the EP gave me purpose and drive while I was sick in bed, you know, having to go and get ready for promo and um, do stuff. And, you know, all that stuff got me really excited and just kept me going day by day. So I decided to go ahead and release my debut EP Mm -hmm. It was literally two hours before the EP was about to drop and because I was with a virtual hospital for the majority of my care and then they called me and was like, hey, uh, we've just called an ambulance for you, Uh, we're taking you to the hospital. And I was like, what? No, my debut EP's coming out. <laughs> like, oh, no.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. They
0: were like, they were like, no, your vital signs are not looking great. We need to bring you in for a physical assessment. Uh, stay on the phone with me until the ambulance come. And I was just like, hey, damn it. Oh. And, oh no. But it's actually so good because oh. like the paramedics came and they were like, Aren't you Jaguar Joe?
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's Did so cool. they hand you the like, ox cord for the ambulance? <laughs> so you could pump a bit of fire in there.
0: <laughs> and I was just like, mm, no. Like, um, and they were just like, oh, that's so exciting. We listen to the radio. And um, I was like, yeah, actually my debut EP is coming out like now. And they're like, like now, now? I'm like, yeah, like right now. And they put on the lights and put the EP <laughs> On uh, through their stereo system, blasted it out, and they were just boogieing the whole way. What and to the streets, like like, yes! like the your EP oh, was on the so ambulance cool. siren.
1: Oh, amazing. How good? And
0: at the, at the time, I was just like, I'm so embarrassed, but yeah. now I'm just like, oh, they were the best guys, and they just made a really grim situation a really unique and fun one, and it was just really cool. So I don't think anyone else can. Um, beat me in bringing in a debut EP like that. Absolutely. And I mean, I guess
2: it's interesting because I I know that when you release anything into the world, it's, you are just so focused on seeing the reaction from people, you know, you're looking at all your socials, you're looking for, you know, all the feedback coming in. Were you just in a hospital kind of going, oh, well, whatever happens, happens.
0: Yeah, I it was so bad because like when I went into the hospital, I started seeing my phone just going like bing 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 and I was like, <laughs> I want to look at this. <laughs> and then my phone just goes like your battery is dead. Uh... And so I was like,
2: Oh no. Um, well my way to launch it out an EP, incredible. I do I do really want to uh find out a little bit more about the album though as well, just quickly. Um you know, even just literally driving here today, I, I heard Rabbit Hole again. I heard it uh yesterday afternoon when I was in, in the uh, park um with my daughter. I was listening to it. <laughs> That's, you know, one of the leading singles that you've you've got. But uh, what is one of your personal highlights from the EP? One of the things that you look back on that you're super proud of that you were able to achieve in it?
0: I think Beijing Baby. Beijing Baby was my second single. And between my first single and my second single, there was a year. Apart and I literally didn't know if I was able to put out Beijing Baby because it was ready to go, mixed and um, it, all the assets were coming together. And uh, literally a week before I was going to put it into mastering and film the music video, it got deleted completely. Like no, like it was yeah, it was just so bad. It just like entirely got deleted and. What the whole,
2: the whole like the whole fold, all the stems, all trace of it gone. How
0: everything? it was just someone having a tantrum. Never worked with them again. But it was just what on purpose? It got deleted on
2: purpose.
0: Yeah, it got deleted on purpose. Oh Um, my god! And that crushed me like absolutely crushed me. I ended up like trying to not tell the band so that they wouldn't be heartbroken and I filmed the music video without the session like I just had an old demo and I was just like yeah, everything's all good I didn't tell anyone and me and my bass player we basically just re like stitched everything like re-recorded everything got like my guitarist in and was like we were like oh let's just do doubles of this and so like I didn't want to stress anyone out and we me and uh, Aiden we just like hustled so hard and I was like I don't know if I can do this but I ended up putting it out put, finishing it putting it out and I feel like that was the turnaround point for Jaguar Jones for me and I think that made the difference is like I pushed through I was resilient and I've been able to reap a lot of rewards from that hard work and I feel like it was kind of this make or break point of are you going to do this Dina or not because mm. um yeah, it's that's the decision point there. Did so the, I don't know. I'm did the really final proud product of that. end
1: up. Do you think it's, you know, quite similar to the original or that there are I some got, differences in the way it, it came together? Yeah, there's
0: definitely, there's definitely huge differences along the way, but I think it was actually better because I got to practice <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. the first round.
2: <laughs> so you don't have to answer this fully, I guess, obviously, but um, why did the person delete it? Was it miscommunication? Was it? inexperience on your behalf on their behalf uh, just a general s- baseless argument v- revenge it, I didn't
0: even ex- I did yeah it was I yeah it was revenge in the sense that the person grew feelings for me I didn't reciprocate and oh um, no way
2: oh, I God.
0: didn't not did not expect it did not see it coming and I just didn't even think that the maturity level would go to the extent of like deleting something um, Oof. personal That's, to me, I guess. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That it's is pretty, pretty low.
1: Goodness. Oh, well, well, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like,
0: it felt like, you know, balls at the time, but you know, now yeah. it's kind of like I learned a lesson because I'm glad I didn't put, you know, a whole EP mm. into that person's care or anything like that. So yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely. Well, we're so glad they were able to come out and it is one of six tracks on uh, Jaguar Jones's EP as well, uh, which you can have a listen to right now on all those streaming platforms and pick it up as well. But um, the rabbit hole, as Matt was saying, one of the lead singles that you also performed as part of the Australian Eurovision contest, your performance was incredible. Such an energetic performance. You were all over, uh, what was it, a chaise lounge, would you say? A oh, modern yeah, chaise launch? But did you hurt yourself? No, sorry to bring up more You know Jaguar Jones ambulance <laughs> stuff, but did you do yourself an injury doing that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I still have the problem. I um, dislocated my shoulder in the middle of the TV final. So we had, oh, you're <laughs>
2: kidding. Is it live? I can't remember.
0: Uh, it It's live. So if you look it up, uh, it's hard to tell, but once you know, you can see it because, um, and, and it's like the most embarrassing part is like, it's not like I can say like, yeah, I was doing like this cartwheel flip, triple, triple deck, blah, blah. It was literally like. I dislocated it when I was sitting down. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) So your shoulder popped out and you had to keep singing and finish out the song.
0: It's like in the moment where I'm sitting down and I push like down like that Mm. and it dislocated out when I did the like push across the little yellow chase lounge thing. Goodness. Um, And then... It got stuck, and you can see me try to get up, and I couldn't. So I had to like kind of bring it back in, lock it, and then go. <laughs> but like my my thought at that point was, oh, I'm literally gonna have to stop and say like, hey guys, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just oh <laughs> yeah, just daughter. get up and say I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no. I, I have to.
1: That would have been yeah. such a stressful moment in your head.
0: It was so stressful because it was my very, very first TV performance. Like my Mm. very first. And in my head, I was like, no, you cannot do this on your first TV performance. Just power (laughs) on through. Keep going. Just make it seem like... Nothing ever happened.
2: You're like Darren so Lockyer, the shattered cheek <laughs> in a semi-final. You know, like uh, the Michael Jordan <laughs>
1: flu game. This is going to go down in history. The Jaguar Jones oh, Eurovision yeah. <laughs> performance. It'll be. I'm looking forward to the documentary in many years to come, oh. looking back at that moment. Yeah, incredible. I
0: went. I went to physio, and there was like my physiotherapist and his students, and they all watched the video, and they were like, "Oh, there it is." And it like <laughs> interior, <laughs> There and it, it and is. They were like anal- <laughs> that, <yeah. laughs> ah, oh, and there it was like, it happened twice. Apparently, it went down and then outwards. And they were just throwing these, like, medical terms, mumbo jumbo, like, oh,
1: That's a sublux of the uh, anterior <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. Thing.
0: For sure. Um, Goodness and gracious. And they said it was, like, the loosest shoulder they have ever seen, ever. So, um, <laughs> that's a weird. It hasn't happened earlier. That's a weird neg,
2: isn't it? Like that's just (laughs) so weird. Like, oh, you're loose. You got the loosest (laughs) shoulder ever. Like, oh, yeah, okay. It's like it's like when my dad tells me. Like, uh, I remember he told me like, um, oh, what was it? It was something about my bite at at the at the dinner table or something. Because my dad's a dentist, and he'd say something about my like. Bite Overbyte and it's
0: like, or yeah, I think
2: I've got a slight underbite or whatever. And it's like, oh, gee, thanks, dad. It's like a little neg that you're like, oh, sorry, no wonder I don't smile around you. Geez, I was doing but. a DJ set in Perth,
1: Dina, and first song I come out to eat, sleep, rave, repeat, trip over, record, put my hand out, dislocate my elbow at the start oh. of the DJ set. So you just got to do the one hand buttons a little bit. So, uh, no, oh. we, I got a loose elbow, you got a loose shoulder. I reckon we could have oh, well, almost I can't a,
0: wait for your documentary either. Yeah, it's I'm sure. DJ goes real loose elbow. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: Matt will come up with the darkest days in uh, limb popping out history
2: I I love the idea of um, your physio and stuff watching like instant replays of (laughs) like watching tactic (laughs) replays of, of injuries and stuff um, so, well, look, as far as finished. the music
1: goes, sorry, um, Dean, no, I'll jump please. in there for Jaguar Jones because you've got this incredible EP that you've come out um, with yourself as well. But I really loved when you, you know, you jumped up with Hermitude for Triple J's like a version as well to do Heart Shaped Box, and it seemed to fit in so well with those guys' music. Have you been getting hit up for some like featuring in these, you know, uh, EDM kind of areas?
0: Yeah, I have been. Like, Hermitude was like this really perfect overlap of our different worlds with the song choice and stuff. So I never thought I'd ever do anything like an EDM track. I literally thought when I got the email first because, you know, I'm just an emerging artist, I literally thought it was spam. Um, and, like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this has got to be spam, but I'll reply anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, That's... Persian Prince, I will give you my money. <laughs>
1: For sure. Oh, very cool. But
0: um, Yeah, I have been, but I feel like I've, I've just um, – I don't think I quite fit in the EDM world but if it does that really good overlap I'll mm. consider it but yeah things have popped up but if it's right I'll definitely um, try different things cuz I love doing different things but straight out of the pocket I don't I don't I don't really think I fit into the EDM world but we'll see who knows? Mm, okay. And and like what about an elbow on the floor? Maybe. I'll <laughs> <think>. <laughs> Yeah. Um,
2: and so, what what is what is next then? How does how does the next you know few months look post COVID, mid COVID? What what does it look like for Jaguar Jones?
0: Well, I've actually started recording my second EP, and I'm basically almost nearly done on my end. And it's been very strange because we've all been doing it from our homes. It's like the very first time we've recorded completely separately to each other. I'm just very glad that we have this like working relationship and understanding where we know our creativities and like communication that we're able to do that and the technology, but also it's like a really weird sensation that like we have recorded all these songs, not being in the same room together at Mm -hmm. all. But that's something like, you know, to like look back on with this weird pandemic stage we're in. So I'm just going to keep um, pushing forward like it's, it's the new normal. Do you
2: still have to have tests every so often or anything like that now? Or can you feel like confidently that you, you've moved past COVID now?
0: Well, uh, I mean, long-term effects happen. But in terms of like am I carrying the disease and am I contagious to other people, it's a no. I've already got my negative tests and I'm cleared. So I'm basically done with COVID-19 and there's no like major issues, but uh, it's just time for the other things, I guess. Yeah. So I don't need to go and do tests anymore because I'm done and dusted on that. But when you <laughs> say
2: time for the other things, what what uh, have, has there been discussion about what that could be?
0: Well, I literally signed up like I'm on a committee board for like uh, COVID-19, like this weird world wide I don't even know how to explain it but they needed uh live patients uh as part of like the medical research board and I'm full with a lot of smart people who and I sit there and I just don't understand anything (laughs) but basically I know what they're discussing a lot of the times that it's not really out in the public yet and straight up they don't really know what the long-term effects of COVID-19 are and you know that's stuff that they just have to look into with research and time because we're Mm. obviously going through it right now and we just need to learn about it later and so there's nothing really you can do except to just look after yourself and don't wear yourself down and treat your body as best as you can for the meantime and
1: yeah Absolutely. Well Jaguar Jones, thank you very much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. We very much appreciate it. And um, yeah, looking forward to speaking to you again
0: sometime soon. Thank you so much for having me. So no nice to meet you guys. <laughs> you bye. too.
1: Catch
0: up. Bye. Um, yeah. Got a story we need to hear. All the links are at matandalx.com.au.